KYW Original Podcasts. Bucks County Recorder of Deeds Robin Robinson had a problem. She didn't know where Bucks County's deeds were. Come on, you had one job. Okay, that's not really true. There are a lot of things that Robin's responsible for. And she knows exactly where all the deeds are. Everything's online. Robin had a different problem. And it's a problem she discovered because she's super into her job. She likes deeds so much, she goes to deeds conventions. So there are recorder of deeds meetings around the state. And I met a recorder of deeds from Blair County. Her name is Mary Ann. And we were having a lovely chat, and and I wanted to learn from these other recorder of deeds, because in life we don't know what we don't know. So the thing Robin didn't know was where the really old books of deeds were. So she was telling me the story about her deed books, and that she had these old deed books. We're talking very old, big actual books, handwritten ones. From the 1600s, 1700s. Oh my goodness, where are our deed books? Because I don't see them here in the office. I'm the recorder of deeds now, and I'd run three times for this office and finally won it. I thought, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. These books are now my responsibility. So, from KYW News Radio in Philadelphia, this is Scroll Down. I'm Tom Rickard, and today on the podcast, A problem in perhaps the least sensational office in county government. A warehouse packed to the brim with who knows what. And a Bucks County official on a mission to restore the treasure trove of history she found inside. Jim, what is a deed? Well, a deed is basically saying that you own uh, this property, most often uh, connected to real or thought of with real estate, uh, basically something that you would take to the county and say, you know, this is my plot of land or whatever, uh, just to establish a record to show uh, ownership of, of some property. How do you want me to do it? My name is or just? I'm Jim Mowart, reporter. Uh, I'm Jim Mowart. Uh, <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll be here until uh, 3.30. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm Jim Melwert, uh, Suburban Bureau Chief for KYW News Radio. So the recorder of deeds manages these records. Yeah, and it's kind of evolved over time to take on some other things. But you think back to you know 16, 17, 1800s when it was somebody would actually bring in a copy of an agreed upon deed, and you know they would sit down and copy it into their records. And by copy, you know, obviously they're not using Xerox machines or scanning or anything. They're actually sitting there and handwriting these. All right. Robin Robinson gets elected as Bucks County's recorder of deeds. And she discovers she doesn't know where the old deeds are. What did she do? Yeah, kind of a funny story. A a conversation uh, with another recorder of deeds here in Pennsylvania. And she realizes, you know, all this stuff is available online. Like, let's make that clear. It's not like these deeds are just gone. Um, But the original, she realizes she doesn't know where they are. So I came back and I said to my second deputy, Steve. Stephen Pizzolo, second deputy. Where are our deed books? So she asks around, finds out that they're stashed in a warehouse in Doylestown. So he took me to the county warehouse. A warehouse that goes from maybe 100 degrees, 110 degrees down to like 60 or 50 degrees. No air conditioning and no heat. Uh, in, In theory, I guess it has a roof that keeps these dry. 
though how well isn't too clear. Uh, and basically, when they find these, when they describe how they found them, uh, they weren't even really stacked. They were just kind of thrown in a pile. And he showed me the books. There they were, 700 of them on the floor. You know, they date back to uh, the 1600s. And they just sat there. Basically rotting away. Just kind of deteriorated quickly. Falling apart, dilapidated. They were ju- just thrown about. They had been all scanned in. So they'd been what, what they call guillotine, where they just cut it right down the middle of the book, cut the spine. When you That's why they're all cut. It's called guillotine. Okay, so they... they- just basically chop them in half. Because they ran them through a scanner. After they'd done that, whoever done that, whenever that was done, uh, they basically wrapped them in, str- in, in, you know, bound them in twine and wrapped them in plastic and basically threw them on a pile. The string damaged the books, and the pages, as you can see, are crumbling. The books are falling apart. Look at how they're banded together. They describe when they started going through these, they were moldy, there were bugs in them. Uh, the people who actually worked to get them stacked up say they were they got sick. What was that like to get in there? I mean, that- well, I got sick for a week, and the girl that I was working with, because there's mold, mildew, there's uh, bugs in it, mice in it, and you get real itchy, and it's a, it's a mess. Realized, don't ever go down there without, uh, you know, long sleeves, gloves, and a mask because you know the, the bugs and the, the the mites or whatever were in there. Uh, we're, we're just uh, so prevalent. But again, they just describe like this this pile of, uh, I mean, not even stacks, just a, a big pile of books in this in this warehouse. Some of them dated back to the 1600s. That is, that's crazy that a book in Bucks County is older than America. Right. And you think about Bucks County in the Philadelphia area. I mean, the things that you can find in these books and how neat it would be just to sit down and just kind of page through them, which we did. I, I, I got to do that uh, with, uh, with Robin as she was showing them to me. So going through, you mentioned some of the things. What are some other things? Have you been able to like page through and see things that really caught your eye? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, William Penn's name is in the book. Lots of famous people's names. Wow. And I mean, look at these dates. Yeah, 1683. This is what the handwriting looked like. So, you know, you, you found this, and this is... The day we found this, we were thrilled. It was like Christmas morning. It was so exciting. So who's to say what else is, is in there? Oh, there's other stuff in here. I mean, we find new things every day. Artists and theater people and novelists and everybody. Tons of people lived here in Bucks County and own property, and they're in these books. Um, you know, one of the, the most fascinating things is... Recorded in, in part of these were actually emancipation records. Apparently, in Bucks County, Quakers were buying slaves. You know, obviously, this goes back to uh, you know pre pre Civil War and, and pre emancipation. And Quakers would buy slaves, and then they would free them. Here's the the emancipation. See Negro James. Well, so this is actually saying actual freedom to commence from the day. Of the, what do you think? Expiration of the above something indentured with my hand and seat. It's very hard, Hmm. isn't it? The date and sealed. In my hand, my hand and seal this eighth day of April in the year of our Lord, 1790. Sealed and delivered. There's another over here about a Negro man named Toby. My desk, always leaving him his desk, and all that it contains. 
my something, a feather bed and bedding, a plow with a complete set of tackling. This is, looks like April uh, 1790. And re what's really interesting, and most people don't know, Bucks County had lots of slaves living here. And, you know, we have the Underground Railroad, but we really, slaves worked every part of this county. And that's why we have these kinds of records. There are records in there of actual humans, actual people being being emancipated, being set free. So it, it, the history is astounding. And, and again, just to be able to flip through these, it's pretty neat. So you've, you've got 700 books containing the history of an entire county, but you, you can't touch some of them or, or they'll just crumble away into, into nothing. How, how, how does one fix this? <laughs> right. Well, that's what she said. Like some of them, like literally, if you held them, they would just kind of, uh, kind of, uh, you know, collapse into dust. So they, they spent about a week. They, they stacked them up to the point where they, they could ship them. Uh, well, first off, backtrack a little bit. They found this company in Vermont called Cofile. I called them. They came out. My, my person's name is Joe that helps me at Cofile, Joe Deegan. And he went through the collection and... We talked about price. We talked about how long it was going to take. And I thought, okay, we're going to start slowly. They started with, uh, I think, about 50, 45 or 50 uh, books. And each one of these volumes, so there's 700 original books that they have. And eventually when they're done, they say there will be 1,400 volumes. Um, so right now they have about 50 that they've packed up. They just had to be very careful, put them together the best they could. And when they finally did get them to the company, that, that that's what this company does – uh, and they were told. He called me and said, this is the worst condition that they had ever seen. They, they didn't have much longer, uh, they were told, before these were completely uh, beyond the, the point of repair. And I really believe it's because they were thrown in the warehouse with no climate control. You know, if you went to Arizona and you stayed in the desert, you know, and you're swimsuit and what that would do to your skin and then you went the next week to Alaska and stayed out bare skin in the freezing cold what would your skin look like that's how they compare to what's happened to this paper if we were to just put this in our hands it would just crumble they sent them to this company and then uh, you know they, they, they finally got them back everyone's in white lab coats it's clean as can be, and the people are like artists who are taking care of these pages. They use little tools that look like dental tools, and they scrape the tape off. After they wash them, they hang on fish wire to dry. They trim them. I mean, you see how beautiful they are. When they first got these books, when they were first able to page through them, they're, they're in these, these laminated pages that you can flip through and, and not worry about destroying the pages. These books are now going to last 500 years as long as we take care of them, and, and we intend to do that. They were telling me before uh, 1850, after 1850 the paper was made of wood pulp, but before 1850 it's actually made of linen. 
of actual rags. And then there were rag men who would go around and sell rags. People would buy them to make paper. And the rags weren't always clean. And the clean rags are more expensive than the dirty rags. <laughs> That's what they said. That's what they said. So really? we have some dirty rag paper. Yeah, like they said some paper would have a grayish tint to it. It would. They were dirty rags that they just turned into paper instead of cleaning them. <laughs> yeah, because like, I guess you would go around and get used up rags or tattered clothes. We can clothes show it to you. Yeah, we'll find one. So some of these you can actually see that that the, the rag that they used to make the linen paper is actually kind of dirty. It's got, you know, like a, a tint or, or to it because, you know, if that's all you can get. That's all you can get. So even that is, is in now these uh, these, these sleeves, these, these plastic or, or polyester sleeves uh, to protect them. What do they want to do with these books after they, they get them restored? So the the old courthouse, they they built a new courthouse. If you're not familiar with Bucks County, they built a a new justice center next to the old courthouse. So where the sheriff used to be down in the lower level has kind of opened up now. So they're going to redo that into sort of a, I I guess you'd call it a library for these. Uh, And they're also doing tours, which is kind of neat. Uh, You can can find a list of those on the the Bucks County Recorder of Deeds website where they're actually taking them out to – to different events, you know, where people might have an interest. I, I was just checking the list. You know, there were some retirement homes on there and some different, uh, you know, fairs or whatever where they can take one or two out just to kind of show people what they are and, and get a feel for it. And as part of this, of course, they have to pay for this. So that's kind of part of that tour is hoping to to get it out to people and, and you know, kind of find uh, – kind of fundraise that way, getting it in front of people to, to show them, you know, what these are. Well, yeah, I, w- I was going to ask, you know, when I think of the Office of Deeds, I think of a flush with cash agency. What, uh, <laughs> what's, the, what's the method here to try to pay for this? So there is every time you record a deed, they collect a, a record improvement fee, uh, which is $5. And part of that goes to the county. Part of that goes to the office. So there's money from that. Uh, but the big part of this is going to be grants and sponsorships. Just you know, finding any grant that might apply and, and defray some of the costs that way. But so, it is going to be expensive. It's going to it's going to cost a, a lot of money to get through all seven hundred of these books. And again, these are all available on other media. You know, whether it's online, but to actually see the original, obviously has a you know an emotional connection to it. If somebody has you know a family that they can trace back to the sixteen hundreds, to be able to go in and see. You know, your great-great-great-great-grandfather or whatever it would be, obviously would be pretty amazing. Well, yeah, and real books are so much better than Kindle books anyway. (laughs) I agree 100%. (laughs) There's something cool about a really old book. Yeah, and again, like I said, I mean, when you flip through these, and even if it's the most, you know, the most mundane thing, it's still, you know, you're looking at, at, at a transaction that happened, you know, 200 years ago. And, and, and the other part of it is the, the technology. You know, we're so used to everything digital right at our fingertips. You know, it's simple. If I need to get you something, I can just, I can scan it and email it to you. Back then, it was actually going into the office. And, you know, I think one of the other interesting things she said is only about 10% of, of people could write back, you know, in, in the 16, 1700s. So these were pretty high-level jobs. You know, this is a pretty skilled job where you would take your copy of the deed, you would show it to them, and they would sit down and they would copy it word for word. And that's the other really cool thing. When you look through this, the script, the handwriting is perfect. It looks like a computer font because it's all exactly the same. So, you know, even just that, just even if you're not reading it, just flipping through and looking at it, it's pretty neat. All right, Jim. Well, where can we follow you and see what you're up to? 
You can follow me on Twitter at jmelwart. That's all I have is Twitter because, well, I do a Facebook, but I don't really do it. Yeah, Facebook isn't cool anymore. (laughs) And I'm too old for Instagram. Jim Melwart, thank you so much for coming back to Scroll Down. It's always a pleasure. Love being here. Thanks. And that's it for this week's show. Scroll Down is a KYW News Radio original podcast made right here in Philadelphia. You can follow us on Twitter at Scroll Down Pod. I'm at T Rick, T E E R I C K. If you want to do something nice for us, take a moment to review the show on iTunes. It'll help more people find the podcast. I'm Tom Rickard. Thanks for listening to Scroll Down. I'll talk to you again next time. <laughs>